0: Hey, this is James, and I am back with a brand new episode of the JM Sports and Wrestling Podcast, where you will hear the latest in wrestling and sports. So let's get started. So I know I've been off for a while, you know, life gets in the way, get a little busy, but I have some time and I'm back, and I want to talk about the breaking news. LeBron James has agreed to go join the Los Angeles Lakers, four-year deal, but $153.3 million is what I'm looking at right now on my TV screen in front of me. I'm not shocked that this happened. This has been rumored for over a year that he would give them serious consideration. Do I think this is the right move right now? A lot of people might not agree with this, but I'm going to say no. I don't think LeBron made the right choice. I I understand You know, he put his kids in in school out there. He's got a couple homes out there. I understand all that. I think he would have been better off going to the Philadelphia 76ers. Because I feel like that they had the talent necessary to compete for an NBA championship next season if LeBron would have joined. Obviously, you have to make the money work and all that stuff. But, I mean... These guys who own teams and are GMs, they have people who could have made that work. But let's look at the positives here. LeBron's joining a very young core of Lakers led by Lonzo Ball, Kyle Kuzma, Brandon Ingram, and a few other guys that still very young. The trend in the right direction, though, was going up. So you add LeBron James to that team, he's going to make those guys around him better lakers will be a playoff team it will be interesting to see what they do though come free agency aaron gordon staying in orlando he's agreed to a four-year 84 million dollar deal with the orlando magic as i look at my phone um again not shocked by it i think he did this also because i think he's running out of challenges meaning I think he was tired of being in the Eastern Conference just to go up against Golden State every year in the finals and, you know, lose, except for the one year where everything literally fell into Cleveland's lap and they won a title. Now, he could be potentially eliminated by Golden State in the second round. But I think he realized that if he's got any chance of winning a championship, he's got to go to a a team that will not be afraid to get guys around him that will help you know, help him compete. It's not going to happen in Cleveland. He had Kevin Love, but that's it. Had a bunch of young guys. Um, look out for the Lakers to potentially trade for Kawhi Leonard to pair up with him at some point. We'll see if that happens. Um, I think if LeBron can get a guy like Kawhi to play with him, I think that'll help. Um, reports are they're looking at the Marcus Cousins Potentially try to bring in DeMarcus this year. And if DeMarcus can come back and play like the caliber, the caliber center that he is, you know, dropping 27 and 12 boards, that'll be a big asset to LeBron James and the Lakers this year. So now that the LeBron James domino has fallen, a lot of the other guys have already signed. Paul George re-signed with OKC last night. I mean, he was rumored to be coming to L.A. to potentially team up with LeBron and potentially Kawhi. So Paul's not coming. So right now it's just LeBron in a, you know, in a big Laker pond. And it'll be interesting to see what happens, to see what they do to or what they're going to put around him before the season starts. I will say I'm shocked that he took the Max. I thought he would have maybe... I was thinking maybe two years, with an opt out of one. You know, give the Lakers a chance, because what right if the Lakers completely fall flat on their face, and they don't put any good guys around LeBron, then that would have just been a waste of a four years. But I mean, come on, it's Laker Nation, Showtime. I'm two out. I was born two hours north of there, so growing up, all we heard, you know, and I grew up watching was Lakers, Lakers, Lakers. Magic, Kareem, all those guys. Um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is tweeting live. He's saying, and I quote, I am sure the Laker Nation is rejoicing. The acquisition of LeBron James means the Laker... They can keep it up on the screen long enough, but pretty much what he's saying is that he's happy for Laker Nation. He's hopeful that Laker Nation is very happy that they got a guy like LeBron James to come there and help try to restore title town to LA I mean LeBron James is one of the all-time greats my prediction is he'll bring at least one title back to LA I think in the four years you know he'll bring a title back and if he does that I mean people you guys can call in and tell me I don't think any player has won a championship with three different teams LeBron did it in Miami twice Came home to Cleveland, won one with Cleveland, so he's got three. If he wins one in L.A., does that mean that he would be the first player to ever pull that off? Let me know. If, you know, let me know because I I've never heard of it, and I could be wrong. But I watch a lot of sports. I'm very knowledgeable when it comes to sports. I have never heard that. If anybody out there has, I would love your knowledge. All right. So, let's talk about some other stuff going on. WWE. I want to take a backseat from LeBron for a minute. So, we got SummerSlam coming up in August. Next major pay-per-view. So, there's been a lot of rumblings and a lot of things happening in the world of, of the WWE over the last few months. And I'm going to date back to WrestleMania because I think that was one of my last podcasts. You know, it was around then. And so... If you remember, around then we talked about what we all thought was going to happen. Roman Reigns was defeating Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania, and nobody could have told me different because Brock Lesnar was leaving. That was the narrative. Then Lesnar goes ahead and beats, excuse me, goes ahead and beats Roman Reigns. And I'll tell you, I was shocked sitting here on the bed watching that. WrestleMania definitely was a night of surprises, but that was definitely the biggest one. So if we remember the storyline was that WWE came up with to try to get Roman Reigns cheered, was that Brock Lesnar didn't care about the company. Well, how hard was that, to come up with a storyline like that? Because I don't think Brock Lesnar gives two, you know, two damns about the company that helped him elevate to the status that he's at now. We all remember his early run, You know, in the early 2000s, left to go to the NFL, wrestled for New Japan for a little bit, Um, then he went to the UFC, and I think there's where it cemented his status as one of the best athletes of all time, and then back in 2012, the night after Cena loses to the Rock at WrestleMania, Brock comes back, and has been with the company ever since. Part-time deal, coming and going whenever he so chooses. I get it. You don't like the gruel of the road. and During Lesnar's first run, he developed substance abuse issues by being out on the road working every night. You know, getting hurt bad to where he was addicted to pain pills and alcohol. And that's why he left the first time. That's because he couldn't handle the stresses of being on the road and what it was doing to his body. So I get it from, you know, when you come back that and you're the star that you are. I mean, it's two different Brock Lesnar's. So you want a part-time deal. Hey, I get it. But I feel like this is a company where you have to be either all in or don't be in it. At all. Now, guys like John Cena, who's who, you know, 15 years is pretty much the main event guy... If he wants to be a part-time guy now, I feel like he honestly has deserved it because of everything he's done for the company and and things of that nature. I know what you're thinking. James, is that kind of a double standard? Are you kind of trying to make an excuse for it? No, I'm not. I'm actually being honest with what I'm saying. And what I'm saying is is that Cena deserves the part-time status that he's at now because he's, you know... 15 years on the road, up and down, you know, doing PR, putting his body through hell. I I feel like he deserves that. I will make a case that Brock Lesnar deserves it, but it's not going to be as strong as I just made Cena's case. If your fear is, and I've heard this Brock say this in an interview, his main fear before coming back was that he was afraid he could relapse. That's true. And you're trying to make sure you don't put yourself in that position to where it could happen. Then I can understand why you're saying you want to be there part time and and you, know, you can go home and you're not there every night. I get it. And for that, I understand. But again, you're not back because you love it. You're back because it's the money and they're willing to pay you a king's ransom. You're only there for the money, man. If you really cared about yourself, why would you want to put that put that on yourself? Why would you want to go back to something that could potentially trigger that? I get you want to make a great life for you and your wife, you know, and your kids. I feel like there's other things you could do, Brock, that, I mean, I get it. The NFL didn't work out. You went back, you tried out for Minnesota, and your main thing there was you got in like three fights during training camp, and they kicked you off the team. So then you went to the UFC, Came the heavyweight champion after your third fight, held it, I think, a couple, you know, you had a couple title defenses, and then you had to retire because of a life-threatening ailment. So you went back to the WWE because you thought it'd be less stress on your body. All right, let me cut this off real quick. LeBron James's contract in the fourth year of the deal is $42.9 million. Sorry, that popped up right on the screen, and I was just... 41 to $42 million. That is... absurdly a lot of money. I don't think he's ever taken a max deal like this. He walked away from 220-something in Cleveland. He could have signed a five-year deal there. And he decides to leave 60, $50, 60000000 million on the table because I think he realized he isn't winning a title if he stays in Cleveland. And he's already came back and he fulfilled his promise. When he came back from Miami, he said, I'm back for one reason, and that's to bring you guys a championship. And he did that. He fulfilled his, you know, his promise. And if I see any videos of Cleveland guys, you know, burning his jersey for a second time, then I will have something to say about that at that time, if that happens. I hope, Cleveland, I hope you realize the last four years, he didn't have to come back. He didn't have to come back and appease you guys. He could have gone off to a different team and maybe win more championships you know he could have gone anywhere but he decided to come back because he realized his legacy was incomplete and the only way he could complete his legacy is winning his hometown team a championship he has nothing else to prove he has nothing else to in my eyes he has nothing else to accomplish he's done it all he's a champion I would love to see him win one in LA though. I'm not gonna lie. The little kid in me right now is like is ecstatic right now. I still think he would have been better off going to Philadelphia where the talent that he would have been surrounded was a lot better. They would have been in a better he would have been in a better situation to compete for a title. Shoot, or even Boston. Um but he's a Laker. So I hope everyone in Laker Nation is enjoying this because four years, that puts him at 37 years old when his contract's over. Like I said, I think he'll bring a championship home. So I will come back here in a minute and I can finish on WrestleMania, Brock Lesnar, SummerSlam and all the other news that's gone on since I've been away as far as wrestling is concerned. Guys, I'll be back. All right, I am back. And so before I move on to finish about what's been going on in the world of WWE. I just saw an interesting stat on the TV. Cleveland Cavaliers are 500 games below 500 without LeBron James. Well, you can probably pencil in 50 losses this year, if not more, because Cleveland's not going to be very good. Their odds to win an NBA championship went down to 500-1. to So, Cleveland, I know things look bleak, but... Hopefully your ownership and crew can get you guys back, you know, being contenders again soon. All right, so I hit on this earlier. There's a lot of news in the world of WWE, and a lot of it is around Brock. Rumor is is that Brock will not be at SummerSlam SummerSlam this year to defend his Universal Championship. And there's a lot of things being reported, and one of them is, is that he has one match left on his current deal whatever whatever deal he signed either prior to Mania or shortly after whatever has kept him around since then that he supposedly has a match left and the fact that Summer, Summer, eh, SummerSlam is going to be in Brooklyn that we all know Roman Reigns isn't getting cheered and so the rumor and innuendo being that you know We're not going to put Roman Reigns through that, so we're not going to waste Brock Lesnar's last match on a crowd that's going to boo the hell out of Roman Reigns. They want to make sure that whatever match Brock and Roman have, it's going to be in a, a plus Roman, you know, area. Is what I take from it. Here's my take. You have now, for four years, have pushed Roman Reigns down our throats. You have... I get it. Roman Reigns has a good look. He's improved. He's definitely a hell of a lot better than he was four years ago. But the crowd doesn't like him. They, they're rejecting him for whatever reason. So you have one of two choices. You can I'm sorry, three choices. You can continue to shove him down our throats. And the crowd's just going to continue to give you the same reaction he's going to get. He's not going to get very positive reactions. It's like Cena. It's like the Cena syndrome now. But Cena gets more cheers than Roman will ever get. Again, you either continue to force him down our throats where the fans continue to, you know, reject it. Two, you turn Roman Reigns heel. You turn him full-fledged heel. You turn him into a monster heel. And you let him rip the WWE universe. It happened with The Rock. The crowd used to tell The Rock to die, Rocky, die. So they finally turned him heel back then, and the rest is history. Now he's beloved. I'm not saying it'll happen with Roman, but I'm saying you have that option. Or three. And I think this is the option you can kind of tie two and three in. Um, Braun Strowman, Mr. Money in the Bank, cashes in his Money in the Bank on Brock Lesnar, and becomes the universal champion. Or, when Roman wins it, he cashes in on Roman and becomes the champion. And again, the defeat of Roman Reigns, another heartbreak, becomes the catalyst for Roman Reigns to say, you know what, the hell, To to the WWE universe. You guys have booed me for four years. I've given my blood, sweat, and tears. And you guys have done nothing but boo me and just completely annihilate the WWE universe and just rip them shreds. Obviously, him being a face isn't... Listen, when you have to pipe in cheers, when you have to somehow add cheers to your broadcasts to make it seem like that the crowd is behind your quote-unquote face... That tells me two things. Number one, he's not the face. And number two, it's just not working. And you got to do something. Now, Braun Strowman, seven feet tall. The crowd loves him. Because you, you you took it slow with Braun. You didn't just automatically throw him into the main event scene. You slowly built him up, and the crowd appreciated that. And they gravitated to him. And now he is the beloved monster. He's the monster in the bank. Holding the money in the bank. I think Braun Strowman should be the face of WWE. I think until otherwise, until the crowd decides they want somebody else, give it to the man who has won the crowd over. And, yeah, I mean, I, I don't even know what else to say on it. I mean... You're beating a dead horse trying to get the crowd to cheer, him, to cheer Roman. What else can you do that you haven't done? The storyline at WrestleMania. Oh, Brock Lesnar doesn't care about the company. But I'm Roman Reigns. I'm here and I fight every week. How is that not Super Cena to a T? Hey, I'm John Cena. You'll never keep me down. I'll be here and I will fight for WWE. Right? Roman comes out every week. Talks his, you know, stuff about Brock. Oh wow, he went and confronted Vince McMahon during an episode of Raw on the Road to WrestleMania. Ooh, he got suspended. Ooh, Roman broke the rules. If you're going to have Roman break rules, then have him break rules as a heel. It's the only way this is going to work. It's the only way you're going to have a chance of salvaging his his career. What the hell is wrong with letting him be a heel? you can turn him back to being a face as soon as the crowd does exactly what they did with The Rock. As soon as the crowd got behind him, started cheering him consistently, even though he was bad, they pulled the trigger on turning him face and the rest is history. I get it. Two completely different, you know, eras. But I don't think, I don't think a lot of it's changed. I think you could do that and get away with it. I think it would work. Could be wrong, but I'm willing to hedge my bets on that. It seems like a simple solution. Um, I don't know if the deal with SmackDown going to Fox in 2019 may... Fox is going to have a lot of input. Because Fox is going to be paying WWE's bills. And I could see the executive of Fox going, listen... I think you should consider turning Roman Reigns heel. Now, look, this is just all speculation on my part. I have no idea. I have no insight. I think you should at least throw the idea out there to him. Um, I think a heel Roman Reigns is what's best for WWE right now. Um, I think he could do so much more as a heel. Than he can as a face right now. I mean, how many more times can he tell Brock Lesnar to pretty much go bleep himself for not showing up every week? I mean, that's, you know, getting old. Triple H, hopefully, sooner rather than later, will continue to take more of the reins like he's been doing. I mean, look what he's done for NXT. That show is so great to watch. I mean, the action. On NXT compared to Raw and SmackDown are head and shoulders different NXT's great Um, it's time for Roman to turn heel Brock Lesnar needs to either go back to the UFC or retire you obviously don't want to be in the WWE anymore to the point where WWE now it's whatever this whole pay per appearance thing. it's no longer hey we'll sign you to a three year come as you go part time deal now it's you know if you know if you want me around you're gonna have to pay me X amount of dollars and look from a business standpoint Brock Lesnar being a businessman and having Paul Heyman in his corner to help him being his advocate and all that stuff I see nothing wrong with it. You're trying to get the best deal for you. I just think if you don't really want to be there, then you need to go away. The company will be fine without you. And you can go off and do whatever you want and go live the life that you want to. And look, I was a big Brock Lesnar fan back in the day and I love what brock has done for himself but ever since he's come back it's been suplex suplex f5 suplex 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 f5 suplex 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 city bitch f5 it's just the same repetitive thing outside of goldberg you know which is a good friend of his by the way And that's why he lost was because he was helping bring Goldberg back. He did the job for Goldberg, but he wouldn't do the job for Roman. He wouldn't lose to The Undertaker, which I don't think The Undertaker's ever ever beat Brock, to my knowledge. He wouldn't do the job for Dean Ambrose. Um, John Cena's beat him twice. Um... Everyone Brock has faced outside of Cena and Goldberg, he's absolutely demolished. Randy Orton. He busted Randy Orton open at what, SummerSlam a couple years ago? Um, but but uh, Lesnar had no issues doing it for Goldberg. I think it's time for Lesnar to move on. I get he's a draw and all this stuff, and I get all that, but... I'm not gonna cheer Roman reigns because of Brock Lesnar not giving a damn about the company. I will respect the fact that Roman's busting his ass inside and out and he's there every night. I respect it, but that's not gonna make me cheer him for um, it. I remember during the Cena feud where Roman said to Cena in the ring that why why we're going up and you know we're up going up and down the roads. You know, busting our ass so you can be on the Today Show. Now that stood out to me because before Roman Reigns was even the big dog, he was a little puppy. And Cena was going up and down the roads doing everything that Roman Reigns doesn't even do. Okay, that Roman has only been doing, what, let's see when he comes, 2012. But he was with The Shield for two years. All right, so as a main eventer, what, 2015, uh, yeah, so over three years, Roman Reigns has been a quote-unquote main eventer, and the nerve, and I get it, they told him to say that, I think, I want to say that they told him to say that, because we all know that love Cena or hate him, whatever Cena says is the truth, he... Went up and down those roads for 13, 14 years as a main event guy. Busting his ass. And for a guy who's been a main eventer all over three years. To tell somebody like that. Well, we're doing this so you can be on the t- today's show. Alright, little puppy. Enough of that. My prediction being, I think Roman Reigns will... They're not going to turn him heel as much as I would love it to see him as a heel. Roman Reigns will be the Universal Champion at some point. I hope those plans change because I think it should be Braun. But we all know Vince McMahon is enamored with Roman for some reason. And look, everyone's always said, well, Vince McMahon loves a big man. How many more guys are bigger than Braun Strowman? Braun Strowman dwarfs Brock Lesnar. He dwarfs Roman Reigns. He makes John Cena look like a little boy. Why aren't you enamored with Braun freaking Strowman? That I'll never understand. All right. So I think I'm going to wrap this one up. I hope we all have a good week out there. And again, LeBron James is now a Laker. Four years, 153.3 million dollars be interesting to see what the Lakers do during the rest of free agency interesting to see if they go out and get get him another piece that they can pair up with him like at Demarcus Cousins or somebody like that I mean LeBron's going to need somebody but the one thing I'll be looking on in my prediction by next weekend Kawhi Leonard will be a Los Angeles Laker that is my prediction I think they will give up Brandon Ingram I think they will give up Julius Randle a couple picks, and maybe another player. I can't think of another player right now, but that's my prediction. Kawhi Leonard will be a Laker by this time next weekend. All right, guys, have a great week out there. I'll be back soon with another episode of the JM Sports and Wrestling Podcast. Have a great night.